The Red List was, for many years, considered a myth, an urban legend amongst the Camarilla detailing a list of so-called anathema, creatures so dangerous to the sect that the inner circle itself wanted them dead. Its existence was contested time and time again, yet finally it was confirmed real, the sect's leadership deciding that it was worth more to have these anathema known to the members of the Camarilla. Even so, most younger vampires, if they have ever heard of the list, would be unable to name any on it, nor would they know what crimes they may have committed, or what worth their heads would have to the clans who put them on that list. Kemintiri, child of Set himself, was the first kindred to be placed on that list, and remains there still. An impossibly powerful Methuselah, she's equally feared and hated by those who know of her. Once lover of Mithras and sworn enemy of the Ventru, she exemplifies the danger of the kindred on the Red List. During the 19th dynasty in Egypt, Set was taken on as the patron god of the pharaoh Seti I. Set's faith was brought back from the brink of society, and the followers of Set grew powerful. During this time, the cult of Isis, a group of powerful magicians and mummies, held the secret of immortality in the shape of the spell of life the same spell that had brought Horus back as a mummy. Set coveted this knowledge, and with the power gained from the worship of the pharaoh and his subjects, he was finally in a position to make a move against them. He found his tool in a young woman named Kemintiri, who was serving at the mightiest temple built in his honor by Seti I. While she was young, Kemintiri was almost unnaturally gifted in maneuvering the complex hierarchy of Set's worshippers, quickly absorbing new knowledge and bluffing her way through what she didn't understand. Whenever she had to rely on fate, her gut feelings would turn out right, and she had caught the eyes of many powerful men and women. The cult of Isis as well had noticed Kemintiri, and while they had been instructed by Horus before he succumbed to death, in order to be reborn once more later, to seek those who were true of voice and whose hearts were balanced on the scales of the gods, Kemintiri's wisdom in theological matters and her beauty had caught the magician's eyes. Set knew this, and before he allowed her to leave for the cult, he groomed her, flattered her with gifts and honeyed words, and worked his utmost to bind her loyalty to him. Kemintiri would learn the spell of life and bring it to him, and she promised to do what he asked. Her desire to help Set was equally tempered by her own desire for immortality. Yet even as she learned the spell, Horus awoke from his death cycle, and he saw within her her true self, the lies and the deceits peeled away. He accepted her into their order, and she swore off Set, devoting herself instead to Horus's ideals and the fight against Set's darkness. Kementiri abandoned Set, but he was not done with her. He took her from the temple, and some claim he slaughtered almost everyone in there before he gave her his vitae and made her feed off the last survivors of the temple. Kementiri became undead, and thus she would never achieve the immortality that the spell of life would offer. Horus would no longer deal with her, seeing her soul damned and corrupted by Set, and thus she was alone. Set took great pleasure in seeing Kemintiri's suffering, but it was quickly tempered by his rage as he realized he had no power over her, the bond failing to take. Kemintiri knew the spell of life, but she would not teach it to Set, no matter what he tried, and he could not kill her or lose the only one he could possibly learn it from. Kementiri eventually escaped from the clutches of Set, roaming the North African lands for centuries, fending off any attempts to retrieve her, killing the children of Set he sent after her, and slowly losing her humanity in her bitterness and anger. 
Eventually, it is said she succumbed to the vassile, becoming a hungering white who cared little from where she got her sustenance or how much she took. She was eventually found and subdued by vampires of the Children of Osiris, Ketamon, their leader, promising to return her humanity. The Children of Osiris practiced asceticism and subjugation of the beast, and slowly over the years they returned Kemetir's humanity to her, bringing her back from vassilehood and relighting her deep hatred for Set. She and Serathor, child of Ketamon, grew especially close, and he helped her learn to wield the power her blood granted her and to temper her emotions. Yet Kementiri had no desire in forgiving or even forgetting what Seth had done to her and how Horus had denied her when she came to him. She nurtured that hatred in secret until one fateful night many of the children of Osiris, Serathor included, were slain. It is not known whether it was Kementiri herself who did this or Seth who had finally found his wayward child, but regardless she left them at once, heading back to Egypt and finding that the cult of Isis were no more. Kementiri remembers the spell of life, yet not all of its components and rites, and during her travels she has become convinced that only it can return her to being mortal, or perhaps immortal, or just simply allow her spirit rest. She has developed a deep resentment towards other vampires, whom she considers blind and corrupted, and all that lives for having the audacity to mock her. She desires to create mummies, hoping that if she can finish such a ritual she may be able to cast it upon herself as well. During her travels, Kementiri would come to know Mithras, the Ventru Methuselah, and the two were at times lovers. Although their paths have diverged, she is said to have been spotted in London recently, conversing with a Banu Hakim named Monty Cove, while Mithras himself has remained nowhere to be seen. Kementiri has no sect allegiance, no interest in the Jihad, nor any enemies she consider her equal. Rather, she is occupied with her own search for the spell of life, interacting with others, interacting with other vampires only when she believes she can earn something for it. The Tremere, in fact, were one of her targets, but as she knew she would be unable to infiltrate them due to their rigid hierarchy and familiarity with one another, she instead opted to kill a Ventru Justicar, Michaelis, impersonating him for 10 years before anyone caught on. This embarrassment to their clan is why the Ventru in particular hate her, and with so much time deep in the sect's political sphere, she had plenty of time to learn what she needed from them. In these nights, who knows what the Red List's most dangerous vampire is up to. One thing can at least be said for sure, and that is that no matter what her plans are, only pain and suffering await any who would stand in Kementiri's way.